Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Well, I hope you survived the weekend. Gang's all here. Back at the home base, Man Cave, Dan and the Dan and Dan Patrick Show. Everyone's here, including the great Fritzy. Got a lot of things to get to. Former Super Bowl MVP Steve Young will stop by a little later on. Mad Dog Russo will stop by as well. Phone calls, always welcome. Best and worst of the weekend. What you saw that you liked, you didn't like. Operator Tyler standing by to take your phone calls. Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Uh, 877-3DP-SHOW. Say good morning if you're watching on Peacock. That's our streaming partner. Download the app if you haven't done so. We will have a play of the day, stat of the day, and a poll question or two coming up. Chiefs over the Niners in overtime. It wasn't a great game. It was a great finish. And sometimes we mistake the two. It's like, man, that was a great game. No, it wasn't. But it was a great finish. Interesting finish. And this is how it sounded for the Kansas City Chiefs on their home radio network. McKinnon is in it, running back, first down and goal to go. Play action fake, right side throw, touchdown! Kansas City, McCall Hardman, McCall Hardman with the catch on the right side. A three-yard touchdown pass in overtime. Kansas City wins the game, and the Chiefs' kingdom has started its own history class because for the first time, in 6,944 days, there is a back-to-back Super Bowl champion, and it is the Kansas City Chiefs. Somebody was doing some homework prior to that touchdown. Somebody was prepared for that call. <laughs> the Niners weren't prepared. This is how it sounded on the uh, 49ers radio network. Seven seconds, six. They are going to snap it. Mahomes going to roll to his right. Throws. Touchdown. The Chiefs have won the Super Bowl. McCole Hardman. As they roll Mahomes' ride, McCole Hardman is wide open. And the Chiefs win the Super Bowl. Back-to-back years. Another heartbreaking loss for Kyle Shanahan. That's uh, courtesy of KNBR, the 49ers radio network. All right, we'll have a poll question here. And, uh, Seton, what are we going to go with uh, first hour? Well, we got a couple of them here, Dan. Uh, the 49ers lost because Paul Ooh. sent this one in. Uh, 
the blocked extra point. Okay. The decisions of their coaches. Mm-hmm. Mahomes got the ball last. Mm-hmm. Other, neither, neither. Okay. I think they're all uh, under the umbrella of that's why they lost. But uh, what would be the one that would stand out more than any? I I hate you know looking at the coaching staff here, but it just I I was puzzled at times with what they were trying to. It's almost like Kyle Shanahan in the second half wanted Brock Purdy to be the MVP. It felt like the play calling was we're going to have you win this instead of just saying to Christian McCaffrey, uh, why don't you run again? Hey, why don't we get it to him again? Andy Reid brought up something interesting that he was calling plays for players. Basically saying, get the ball to this guy, or you take it. Whereas it felt like San Francisco wasn't doing that. They were calling plays instead of just saying, get the ball to Christian McCaffrey. Uh, George Kittle was non-existent. Debo was in and out of the lineup, not completely healthy. Uh, Brandon Ayuk would have had the game-winning touchdown, but give credit to Chris Jones running up the middle, uh, you know, hurrying Brock Purdy. It just felt like their play calling was more guided towards Brock Purdy than it was Christian McCaffrey. And uh, I was a little bit surprised with that. But, you know, the the block kick, um, you know, came down to defense. It came down to Kansas City's defense versus San Francisco's offense. And Kansas City's defense lived up to the billing. San Francisco's offense didn't. Because if, if I would have said to you, hey, 19 points, San Francisco get 19 points before you go into overtime. What do you think? I'd sign up for that in a second. Uh, San Francisco's defense played pretty well with Kansas City. Still, though, this isn't a great Kansas City offense. This was supposed to be a great San Francisco offense. Patrick Mahomes didn't have a 1,000-yard receiver and didn't have a 1,000-yard rusher. You can't say, oh, can he do it without Tyreek Hill anymore? Um, He's got receivers who dropped the ball. Through all of that, he did just enough. Just enough. And once again, I thought San Francisco was probably the better team. I was not betting against Patrick Mahomes. And that's why I took the Chiefs, because of that last drive. And we can talk about the philosophy of, you know, Kyle Shanahan taking the ball in overtime. We'll talk about that. And he tries to explain that coming up here. But here's Super Bowl uh, number three for Patrick Mahomes. And he talked about winning. Is this one the most satisfying based on where you were, losing five of eight at one point in the regular season? 1,000%. I mean, just um, the attitude of the team to never give up, always be, always believe, and uh, to continue the fight, um, it, it, it's special. And I'm proud of the guys, man. I mean, we battled uh, through and through, all the way through the playoffs, into the Super Bowl, and um, just like our whole season, it came down to the last play. Yeah. And it's almost like it was a foregone conclusion. If you look at the body language of the Niners, because the clock is running. And then all of a sudden, I mean, that was a simple play. I mean, there wasn't anything special. It's just like, here it is. Oh, there's the game. Yeah, Paulie. That's what really surprised me at the end. It was first and goal at the three or four. Yeah. And the clock's running down. And it almost like Nance and Romo thought they were going to let the clock run out, reset, and go back to the other side. It's like they said, hey, man, let's just get a, a playoff real quick here before the, the Niners have a chance to set up because we have three more shots at the end zone. It was, and the clock was running. I, I thought they were going to let it go. Yeah, it was surprising. Uh, but I think, I mean, you had Mahomes there. And I'm watching the clock and I'm going, you got to hurry. You got to hurry. 
And then I realized, yeah, you're good. Yeah, I had a couple seconds to spare there. Uh, but I, uh, I thought it was an interesting game. It was a weird game. I didn't think it was a great game, but they don't hand out style points. Yeah, Brady, Brady won a couple of Super Bowls when he beat the Rams, uh, and he also beat the Rams. He beat the L.A. version and the St. Louis version, and it wasn't pretty, but it was a win. And it came down to, can you make plays? Chris Jones, who basically had to beg to get a new contract or a one-year deal. And when you needed him the most, he made probably the biggest play of the game. When he went up the middle with Purdy, and then because Ayuk is there for a touchdown, you want the players who make plays when you need them. Mahomes did. Chris Jones did. San Francisco's big players, they did not. All right. Uh... This first hour brought to you by the great folks at Tire Rack. TireRack.com. Great to see them. When we were out in Las Vegas, spent some time, went to dinner with them. The easy-to-use tire decision guide. Free road hazard protection. Mobile tire installation available in a lot of areas. TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. All right. Any other poll questions, Seaton, before we zero in on one? We have another option of basically the same poll question, which is <laughs> the main reason the Chiefs won last night okay. is, well, you guess who this was written by. Okay. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is great and Brock Purdy is not. Wow. Andy Reid outcoached Kyle Shanahan. Wow. Who's mean-spirited today? The Chiefs are just the better team. Okay. Or the magic of Tay-Tay with the side of Blake Lively. <laughs> <laughs> Got to factor that in. I'll take some Taylor Swift with a side order of Blake Lively, please. A little please. ice spice thrown in there, too, <laughs> as the uh, beverage, perhaps. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, Todd, are you being mean-spirited today? A little mean-spirited, but I think those are all valid choices. Okay. It's, it, they sound mean-spirited, but if it, there's some truth to it, it's not that mean-spirited. Yes, Seton. To me, everything, like every single one of these options originates in one person. Like, uh, why did Brock Purdy have the ball in his hand so much right. and not run it? That's Kyle Shanahan. Uh, okay, right. The uh, Patrick Mahomes getting the ball last, which was who made that decision? That would be Kyle Shanahan. Right. They're just, man, He, I just don't understand what the 49ers were doing. Are they going to be the best team to never win a Super Bowl? Because, you know, you start to look at these windows, and, man, do they close quickly. You're like, oh, we got a guy who's you know, you know, on a rookie deal, and McCaffrey is still great. And, and then you start to look at, okay, Trent Williams, how much longer is he going to play? George Kittle, how much longer is he going to play? Uh, Fred Warner, who's wonderful. Uh, Greenlaw, that injury, coming back from now from a torn Achilles. It, it, you know, that was really devastating for San Francisco. Because, yes, you lose him. You don't, you're like looking over and you're going, wait a minute, where is he? He's on the sidelines. First of all, CBS, incredible that you had a camera on him. And you see from behind, he's ready to go on the field, and then he stops, and then he gets ready, and he goes back on, and then he goes down. And Paulie immediately goes, Achilles. And I thought, oh, my God. Non-contact, that's it. Done. And you were playing well. He's so impactful on that team. So it's a loss, but it's... Like, it's the Super Bowl. It's devastating. I mean, he's one of your, what, two leaders on defense? And then all of a sudden, you lose him. And I thought uh, Bosa put a ton of pressure on Mahomes last night. Chase Young was sort of there involved. San Francisco was getting what they needed to get. And I at halftime, 
And I remember my wife saying, you still like the Chiefs? I said, I love the Chiefs. If I could have bet at halftime of who was going to win that game, it was going to be the Chiefs. There was never a doubt in my mind. Now, when it started, I thought, uh-oh. All right. And then McCaffrey fumbles. And I go, okay. Brutal. But at halftime, I thought, I lit up a cigar. Like, I felt that confident. It wasn't a Red Arbox cigar like victory, but I'm like, all right, I'm going to sit back. I, I like Kansas City. Now, it wasn't pretty. And there were times where you go, San Francisco should win this game. It's just you got 15 over there, man. Yeah. Yeah, Seaton. There was, yeah, going into halftime, I was like, this is a disaster. <laughs> this is terrible for yeah. the 49ers. Yeah. Because they, you have to put up way more points than that. Um, and I, I just don't understand why your decision is, hey, Brock, I know we have like the best rusher in football right here, but I want you to throw the ball almost 50 times yeah. and try to, what, run up the, try to win us the game. I mean, dude, run it. The dude's getting six yards of play. Put it in McCaffrey's hands. Yes, Polly. One series that really stood out. Remember this started the third quarter. Mahomes gets the ball. He drops a snap and they mess that play up. The next play was incomplete. And, or I think he completed. Um, and then on third and 12, he overthrows Kelsey and gets intercepted. And you're like, oh my gosh, the Niners had a storm right back. They went, the Niners went three and out and didn't get any points after a Mahomes interception. I remember thinking, they had a chance to step on the gas there. Yeah. And that whole third quarter went sideways for them right after that. What do we have? Two overtimes in Super Bowl history? And Kyle Shanahan's been involved in both of them. It's tough. And had a lead in both games. Yes. Yes. You know, you want to wear that offensive genius label. Um, you know, this is when you, this is when you prove that you're worthy of that. Regular season is wonderful. There's a lot of great regular season players and teams and coaches. Man, when it gets tight, what do you do? And last night, San Francisco had the opportunities. Uh, I was inundated with numerology uh, prior to the game, during the game, after the game by Fritzy. Fritzy uh, has another numerology that you're going to drop on me today. I am. I was just thinking that Nicole Hardman gets the winning touchdown. Six letters in his first name, seven letters in his last name. Add that up to 13. That seems to be the big number for Taylor Swift. Also, the losing team scored 22, and she's feeling 22. That's one of her songs. That's just a couple more things <laughs> on top of the numerology we got bombarded with for the last two weeks. Thank you, Todd. You're welcome. Yeah. It was like, I didn't need it, but I was glad that I was getting that throughout the game. Pre-game, had a lot of numerology. Yes, Todd? And Kyle Shanahan last night lost to a team that scored a final of how many points? 25. And what was the, what is the difference between 28 and 3 in the Falcons uh, game there with the Patriots? 20, 20 25. 25s, yeah. yeah. 13s, 25s. All right. All right, back to you. Okay. All right. Yeah, Paul? There is one thing we haven't talked about yet, and I waited as long as I can. There's a young man to my left who loves his Niners, who flies the colors, really loves the team. Do you have any Niner uh, colors on today? What team? Yeah. I, Man, I, it, was, it was hard last night. Yeah? The, the loss it, was difficult. Was it Nicole Hardman last night for you? It's too soon. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, it's yeah. all right. Yeah. yeah, Paul. Marv, was there a point in the game where you th thought to yourself, I think we got it? No, never. Or, or even, even a little bit. Like, you know, when they're driving down the field, two-minute warning, and it was like third and five, and all they needed was a first down, and... They're probably going to kick a field goal to win it. No, never. Not once. <laughs> Not once. I was like, when the game is over and the 49ers have more points than the Chiefs, because now, and I hate to be a prisoner of the moment, this is Brady, this is Jordan. Like, yeah. 
You do not. You were saying it all week. Yeah. The 49ers are probably the better team, but I just can't bet against 15. It's very Brady-esque. Any team, anybody that's out there that's a fan of a team that's lost, besides the Giants, to Tom Brady, it's like, look, Atlanta can speak to this. And Kyle Shanahan's the common denominator. Go ahead. Keep your head up. I was upset for a full 10 minutes, then I went to sleep. Okay. You know what? The, I, I, as soon as the touchdown happened, I'm like, oh, man, Mahomes again. The second thing I thought of will shock you. I'm gonna make you. I'm gonna make you wait until after the break. Teaser. Yeah. You tease me. Yeah. Yeah. Hall of Famer Steve Young will join us coming up next hour, or is it Mad Dog Russo next hour, Todd? And then it's Steve Young in the final hour. That's correct. Okay, we're just getting started here. You just asked two things, and Fritzy said that's correct. Ladder, I should say. <laughs> Mad Dog Hour two. Steve Young Hour two. I should clarify. That's okay. Ladder. <laughs> you did a great job, by the way, in Las Vegas. You. you did a wonderful job. Just want to say that. Don't rest on your laurels. Every day is the Super Bowl, That's Todd. a fact. We know that. <laughs> All right. We'll take a break here. Just getting started. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show, back after this. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine. All happening in only one place. This League Uncut, the new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes. And me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The original light beer, 1975. Miller Lite. Yeah, the original. Yeah, 1975. Perfect companion for uh, us grill masters across the United States. This past weekend, even Mother's Day, I'm treating myself while I'm treating my wife for Mother's Day. Out there cooking, and I've got my Miller Lite, my friend, right there with me. Miller Lite keeps it simple. Undebatable quality. It's You can't debate it. I would try it. I would no, lose. you can't. Taste as great as the barbecue you're making. The beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. It tastes like a beer. Less filling. Only 96 calories. With a Miller Lite in hand, grilling doesn't just taste great. It, it tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered to your door, visit MillerLite.com Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells great beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Friday after our show was over, 
I had promised Cam Newton I'd go over and do his podcast, which meant you had to go to another hotel. It was Radio Row, and there's just, I don't know, hundreds of radio shows in there. And uh, we got done, and we were walking out, and Paulie goes, McAfee's over there. And I was looking around. I didn't realize he was doing his show on YouTube. And he goes, you should, you should just go on. I go, no, you know, somebody will shoot me. And ESPN's <laughs> not going to let me go on. He goes, no, no, it's on YouTube. And so there were, there were velvet ropes there. And then there was an opening. And then I just stood there, and I go, I'm going. And McAfee's like, oh, <laughs> no. Like, I surprised him, as you might expect. And then uh, he gave me a microphone. We started talking a little bit there. And because uh, I said, oh, are we on ESPN? He goes, no. I said, because if we are, they're going to cut to commercial break. He goes, no, no, we're on YouTube. You can, you can curse. And I go, no, no, 40 years. No, He goes, come on, come on, come on. I said, no, no, come on. So I gave him one. And uh, that seemed to be a big deal. It went viral, as the kids like to say. Yes, Paul. I heard back from the people in the ESPN PR department. They loved it. They loved that you just walked on the set. There yeah. was no problem at all. Yeah, but they didn't love it if I went on ESPN. When he was on ESPN, it was on YouTube. All right. So they didn't on. really love it, love it. They are like, we loved it that you didn't go on when he was on ESPN and you went on, on his YouTube channel. Chris Mad Dog Russo. You'll find him on his... Uh, Sirius XM channel. It's called Mad Dog Radio. Also, High Heat on MLB Network. And yes, he's on first take on ESPN. He knows what it's like to be part of that ESPN family that I, I let go of 17 years ago, Chris. How are you? Hello there, Danny. And I missed you last week. I wanted to come by. You had an audience there and everything else. We couldn't work out the schedule. You know how much I enjoy coming on. And I missed it. So we make up for it today. How are things going? Okay. Everything's good. Let me start with this. The 49ers would have won if? I think the 49ers would have won the game if they did a little something about that interception in the third quarter. They had momentum. The game was 10-3. He throws the pick. They get a first down at the Kansas City 44-yard line. Even a field goal there going up by two scores, I think they may have won the game. I thought that was really an opportunity. Those three plays, they ran the ball. They threw the ball. They had a penalty, and they threw the ball constantly. Dan, did you know that they had the ball at 10-3 and 10-6? They ran six plays, and five of them were passing. Yeah, no. I probably would have run the ball a little bit. I think that is where they gave Mahomes a chance to hang in the game, and I think you and I have, you especially, we're, we're old. We've seen all these guys play. You give this kind of guy that kind of amount of time, He's going to eventually figure it out and how to beat you. And I think that's what kind of happened to San Francisco. Do you look at Mahomes differently today? No, I don't, Dan. You know, you know me. I said the last month or so, he's the best quarterback I've ever seen. And that includes Brady. I, that doesn't mean he had as bad a career as Brady, seven titles. But as far as just playing the game, I'm taking nobody but him. Hey, that includes Montana, Unitas, Otto Graham, you name it. I think he's that good. And yesterday, he didn't have one drive. He had two drives. I mean, he had the one drive to tie it, and then he had another drive to win it. I mean, he almost like he did Joe Montana against Cincinnati twice in the same game. That guy is an unbelievable player. Uh, he's uh, he's the best quarterback that I, again, I mean, I, I don't think I'm not telling anything you don't know. You want to argue that Brady's still better because he beat him twice head-to-head, -head, seven championships to three. 
You could argue that. I'm not debating it, but as far as my thought process from a quarterback, from what I've seen, he's the best quarterback in no spots. I pick him to be my guy if my life was on the line. Yeah, he's the goat in waiting. He's in the on-deck circle, and you, you do have to acknowledge Brady's greatness over 20 years and you know seven Super Bowls that you end up winning. Half of his career you're playing in the Super Bowl. But I'm, I'm wondering about we acknowledged or anointed Tiger – he was the goat in waiting with Jack. I don't know how far into his career where we went, uh-oh, Jack, be careful with all your majors. I don't think we ever acknowledged LeBron as the goat in waiting with Michael Jordan, did we? No, we did not. That's a very good point. Now, LeBron, remember, also lost uh, a couple of NBA finals early in his career. You know, San Antonio beat him four straight times. No offense to LeBron, but that was, and then he had a bad series against Dallas. You remember that when he lost in six games at Nowitzki? Yeah. So it's a, you did all the, you know, you did all the uh, celebration stuff and everything. So uh, LeBron got off to a little bit of a slow start in the finals compared to Jordan. Jordan's first final against Magic, he won, you know, four or five years into his career. So, I mean, it's a little different. So right out of the gate, he was working behind Jordan. Tiger played great right out, you know, right away. Uh, Mahomes is only 28 years of age. He's already won three. Uh, you're right, Tiger stalled. Uh, part of it is his own, you know, injury, his own issues. I don't know if Mahomes. Now Mahomes can get hurt. Don't get me wrong. I mean, who knows? But I don't. Th I think he's got his act together off the field, where he's not going to get in himself any trouble. I mean, you actually think he's not going to win at least a couple of more of these things? I mean, they were talking about three-peat before the game was basically over last <laughs> night. They wanted that third one. Uh, I think he, he may not get the seven. That's a hard number to get to. But I'm not evaluating this just on the amount of titles. I know you can. If that's the case, Russell is the best of all time. So uh, I, in basketball, I don't want to evaluate it quite on that level. I'm just evaluating at the peak of his career – I'd rather have him than Brady or Montana. And part of it's running, scrambling. Look at the way he scrambled last night in the fourth quarter or in the overtime. He had two huge runs for 30 yards. One on fourth and one, he got an eight-yard run. And the other one, he had a 17-yard run and got him down to the 29-yard line. Um, I, love, I love the way he plays. And I'll tell you right now, Dan, if you bet against him, you're going to lose. I bet against him against the Bills. I, I should check that. I bet for him against the Bills. I bet on him against the Ravens. And I bet on him last night. Three times in a row, games could have gone either way. He was probably the difference in all three, especially in the first and the last. And, you know, you win. And he's just so – and the fact that they were not favored in this game, yeah. I mean, it's ridiculous. I mean, they were getting two points. How could he be getting two points in a Super Bowl? So I bet him and I won. Thanks for me. Situational football, he's as good as anybody I've ever seen. And that is, what do I need to do in this moment? And that is, you know, situational running. You're not known as a running quarterback. But right. it feels like we come away in these big games where we go, he kept the drive alive with his legs. Yep. And, and I thought he was more Brady-like this year than any other season because they didn't have a high-powered offense. He sort of was like, you know, we have to keep up with our defense. We have to score enough, you know, that, that our defense is really what is great. And if you didn't get him this year – when I thought that they were a vulnerable, a, a good team, but yes, absolutely vulnerable. Uh, you know, I, I just wonder what it's going to be like, uh, you know, the next couple of years. And it, and it, we have a dynasty here. You know, in modern terminology, yes, this, we do. this is a dynasty. 
hundred percent. You know, he had to win the extra playoff game this year in minus forty degree weather. He had to win two road playoff games. He hasn't had to do that before. Uh, I agree with you. He's he can be a game manager when he wants to be, uh, which is important. And also think about this: he throws the interception in the early part of the third quarter. They've only scored three points. No big deal. He forgets about it. He goes right. I thought that you know what, Danny? I did say the drive that punt that that fumbled punt yeah. was a huge play in the game. Yep. I mean, let's and that's when the game got good. The game was awful. Yes, it was. Awful. <laughs> it was a terrible football game into that punt, and then everything went nuts. You know, it was ten six. There was nothing going on. There were eight negative plays, four apiece. And then it hits the kid's leg. The kid doesn't fall on it. Chiefs automatically score, take the lead. And that is when that game became haywire. And that's that came, <laughs> That's when it became dramatic, that period right there. The Niners taking the ball to start overtime. Yeah, that's a mistake. That's a mistake. Why? Don't you think so? Well, in the moment, I thought I understood. I understood what the philosophy could be. I didn't know what Kyle Shanahan was thinking. It's, okay, we can put pressure on Mahomes. Hopefully our defense, worst case scenario, they kick a field goal. Now we can win the game with the third drive of overtime. So we have it, they have it, now we get it. Um, and then, but, you know, people are starting, like they, there seems to be this story that's evolving. Did the Niners understand overtime? Well, uh, two things on that. First off, I forgot about the scenario, too, because it's the first time we've ever seen it. We've never seen this before. They haven't had an overtime. In a, they had the one overtime, and in that scenario, both teams didn't get the ball. So I got a little confused. They were 12 seconds to go in the, fir in the first overtime. I forgot that it just kind of ran in. Yeah, but Shanahan was involved in the other overtime game. And that's true, too. He was involved in that. You know, the problem that I have with him, first off, yeah, I don't want to give Mahomes four downs. That's the first thing. Second thing is... It's like having a great closer. You're on the road. It's 2-2 two, two in the ninth. And because the bottom of the lineup's up, you see if you can buy an inning and then use the closer when the heart of the order comes up in the bottom of the 10th. Let's get to the bottom of the 10th before you worry about the bottom. Let's, get, let's, get, let's make sure you get out of the ninth inning first. You might score 10 runs in the top of the 10th. Why do you sit there? You don't know if there's a third overtime that's going to be needed, a third possession. So why get wrapped up in it? Get the ball, uh, kick off. Maybe on fourth and ten, he's got a punt, and he got a hell of a shot. And I don't want to give him that fourth down. And he did convert a fourth down on the scramble. Now, here's a good question. Let's say that was fourth and a yard, Kansas City's first possession at the 30-yard line. You think Reed punts, or do you think he goes for it? Uh, he probably goes for it, right? At Kansas City's thirty-yard line. Well, the first, you know, that that when he went for it, there was like it was like at the thirty-five-yard line, the fourth and one where he got the eight yard. He scrambled for the eight. Yeah, that was a fourth down run in overtime. Let's say that's the first possession. Oh, okay. Does he punt? Or does he go for it? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what Andy would do there. He has to go for it if he's down by three. Yes. You make them make a decision if it's their first possession, if mm. you put him in that spot. Uh, Vegas as a Super Bowl city, what grade would you give the city? Well, considering the fact, first off, the weather was awful. 
but you know that's not their fault. Um, there's so much to do. Uh, you know, I went to U2. I heard you talking about that a minute or two ago. I love the sphere. Uh, you know, there's there's plenty going on. Uh, my wife was with me. She went to the Mob Museum. Uh, Ferris wheel, the gondola. There's a million hotels. You can't help but find a good restaurant. It's relatively compact, so it doesn't take you nine million hours to get somewhere. Allegiant is right there, you know, in downtown, so that works out as well. I mean, I I think very good. Listen, uh, the West Coast is harder. If you got to get up first thing in the morning, the travel's a little tricky for guys like you and me who live back on the East Coast. But that's, you know, it could be the other way for the folks who live on the West Coast if the game's in Atlanta. So, uh, you know, very, very good. I don't think there's anything. I mean, it's a lot of people that's going to be there anyway. So it, not only do you have the Super Bowl crowd, you've got a lot of other people to begin with. And I leave it to me to catch a bug. So I have been under the weather since basically Friday morning. So, that, uh, But when you sit on the tables and you play blackjack, and try to draw a five against a 10 with the dealer sitting there with a 16, you're liable to not feel good. So there you go. But yeah, hell of a spot. It sounds like you loved it too, right, from that standpoint? Yeah. I, I mean, I, and, and I always tell my guys, nobody can play, you know, cares if the weather is not good. Like, you're at the Super Bowl, make the best of it. And we were outside the whole time, where it was in the upper 30s, low 40s when we were doing our show. In fact, Joe Montana came on, and he goes, I didn't know you were outside. He didn't have a coat. I go, Joe. Wow. We're we're on the pool deck. What what part of did you think it was an indoor swimming pool? And I gave him. He was promoting pneumonia medicine while he's outside without a coat on. I went and got a blanket, and we covered up Joe Montana. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. You know, and I you're right about the cold. I always thought one of the most one of the funnest Super Bowls ever was that was Minneapolis. Great job. You know, snowmobiling, they prepared you for it. Everything was compact. Uh, you know, the hotel had an indoor basketball court. I mean, I always felt that that was one of the better ones, and it's cold there. So it's an X, and I was there twice, obviously. I was referring to the first time I was there. I was there the second time, too. They've had two there. But, uh, yes, that's a, uh, you know, the cold is part of the deal. Again, I went to the Golden Steer one night. place was jammed. How great I is that place? Year. Did, did you go or no? Yeah, I brought my wife. We sat in the Sinatra booth. There you go. We were back in that room. I had 24 of them sitting there yeah. with the Sinatra stuff and yeah. everything else. Yeah. And CBS did a great job yesterday with its prelim because that my way yeah. with the families, that was really good. You see, yeah, that was yeah. excellent. Yeah, I love that. Um, and, the, the C, and the CBS at 1 o'clock, the retrospective on his NFL Today was Love that too. too. Love yes. that, too. Once again, I, I, I brought this up to McAfee, uh, Jim Nance. I'll bring it up to you. Brent Musburger should be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, the Pete Rozelle Award for contributions to the game, and he's not in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. He got it. He Did you hear Nance? Yes. He got it, he got it this year. He just got in. No, he said we should get him in. Oh, I thought he said he wasn't. No, because I brought it up to Nance. And I said, we got to get him into the, the Hall of Fame. So he brought it up during the game. Oh, I thought he meant the fact that he actually got the no. phone. How is he not in? I've said that a thousand times. That's the biggest disgrace in the world. Brent Musburger, 
who's covered the NFL since 1963 and put that NFL today on the map for 15 years and he doesn't have the Roselle Award? I was under the impression that man said it on no. the air that he got Oh, he did. And it's a media award. He started the pregame show. Absolutely right, Danny. Who got it this year? I don't know. Uh, do you know who got it uh, this year, Paulie? I know Andrea Kramer's gotten it. Jim Nance has gotten it. Chris Joe Berman Buck. might have gotten it. Uh, Joe Buck. Joe, Joe Buck, Buck I think. I mean, Brent Musburger started it all. And he was talking about gambling before anybody was talking about gambling. Although I thought maybe that was going to keep him out that the NFL, now they've embraced gambling. They should embrace Brent Musburger. Yes, Paul. 100%. I thought he was in. Now you're telling me something no, different. No, no. Need a campaign here. His- yeah, in the past few years, uh, Dick Ebersol's gotten in, James Brown's gotten in, Tom Jackson, Al Michaels, Jim Nance a decade ago. How does James Brown get in doing the same job that Brent did, but he started this in the 60s? John Facenda, on and on, John Madden, of course. Many, many more media people. Yeah, okay. So if, if you want to pick that up the crusade, I... Oh, I'm going to pick it up, and I've screamed about that before. Good job on your part. I, I was under the impression it is an absolute unmitigated disaster that they can't figure out a way to get Brent in the Hall of Fame. He is the NFL today, and he is the pregame show. Yes. Case closed. Yes. All right. You're going to be fired up. You're going to be fired up this afternoon. Oh, I got If I can't do a talk show today, I'm uh, like you. I should quit. If I can't get on (laughs) today to talk for three hours. Thank you, buddy. Okay. Thank you, dog. That's Chris Mad Dog Russo, host of Mad Dog Unleashed on Sirius XM. You can see him on the baseball network. High Heat. And he's on uh, First Take, usually on Wednesdays with Stephen A. Smith. We'll come back. We will give you our best and worst of the weekend. More of your phone calls as well after this. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You've probably put this off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your game. Touring tires for commuting comfort. How about performance tires for sporty handling? All-terrain if you're going on and off-road adventuring. Go to TireRack.com and get started. You're not sure where to begin? I suggest the easy-to-use tire decision guide. Get a personalized tire recommendation, the right tires for how and what and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of Firestone tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or... Choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They bring the tires to your home or office and install them on site. Go to TireRack.com Dan 
See their Firestone test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to keep an eye out for the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Odds to win the Super Bowl next year, according to DraftKings. Niners, then the Chiefs. Ravens, Bills, Lions. Also, odds to win the MVP next year. Patrick Mahomes, and then Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, Jordan Love. Also, Brock Purdy and Justin Herbert. Today's Mercedes-Benz interview of the day is brought to you by Mercedes-Benz EV. Owning a Mercedes uh, EV isn't just extraordinary, it's extra easy. The vehicle's all electric. The feeling all Mercedes, the choice all yours. Learn more at MBUSA.com slash EQ. He uh, won a couple of Super Bowls. He's been an MVP, and uh, he's a Hall of Famer. He's Steve Young joining us on the program. All right, am I talking to Steve Young, Niner fan? Former Niner or Steve Young analyst? Dispassionate Steve Young. We're going to look at it from a 30,000 feet. We'll zoom in as much as you want, Daniel. I'm ready for you. Okay. Where do you want to start? Where did the game change, in your opinion? Uh, the game changed at the, in the preseason, and, and I've talked about this, uh, th- I don't know, to myself a thousand times when the, when the rules changed and the defenders can't launch anymore. There's more space in, in the offense, and, and, and the players that gonna, are going to run championship football now and into the future, I said it three years ago, are the five or six guys who are sophisticated throwers of the football but yet can go and get 60 to 100 yards in a championship format, and that's who's going to win every time into the future. And so last night it ended up being the same thing with the game on the line, Moving with their legs, making it happen in that key, you know, and that's what the game is today. And uh, it's wide open. And so for me, it was like, um, yeah, this is how it goes. You're going to lose to Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, you know, Lamar Jackson's trying to transition, uh, Justin Herbert's trying to get some help. Uh, maybe CJ Stroud's going to join the group. And so there'll be six people who are going to win Super Bowls and they're just going to trade it out. I didn't think Patrick Mahomes would win them all. But those are the guys that are going to decide it. So yesterday, to me, at the end of the game, it felt like it was the same old thing. The philosophy of the Niners to take the ball to start over time. How did that uh, uh, bother you? I mean, look, if you look across the field and Patrick Mahomes is there, and and look, the way I look at the game, I just explained it to you, you know, I I don't want him to touch the ball. And the only chance I have to do that is go down and score a touchdown. And we're, you know, we've got a dynamic team with a lot of talent. You know why be afraid of that? Why why to try to play the odds? Let's get let's take the ball and end the game, and don't put it in Patrick Mahomes' hand. The idea that you're gonna like give it to him to me, Dan. If you're gonna start overtime and say, "Hey, look, Patrick Mahomes, you take the ball," it just feels for me. I would not want to do that. I would tell my coach if I was on that sideline and we had that choice, I'd say, "Give me the freaking football. Let's go do it." Now this is you know from an outsider looking in this, it felt like Kyle Shanahan wanted Brock Purdy to win that game, that he wanted to prove that Brock Purdy was not just Mr. Irrelevant, that they threw the ball a lot more than I thought they needed to. Yeah. Uh, Is that a fair criticism of Kyle Shanahan? It's fair. Well, I mean, you think about it. You held Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs to three at halftime and under 20 in regulation. That's the dream scenario. That is the scenario where – 
you win it nine out of ten times. You hold Patrick Mahomes under 20, you'll win it nine out of ten times. And the fact is they didn't, and so they got to look back on what they did, especially those three big drives out of halftime with the lead. Uh, they threw the ball eight or nine and nine or ten times, I want to say. And, uh, and yeah, I, I, he must have felt – look, I, I, Kyle's the kind of guy – I don't think he's trying to prove anything. I think he's trying to win, and I think he's trying to, you know, he's going to put the ball in people's hands in, in an innovative way. Um, but, yeah, I thought they'd run the ball and run it more effectively for sure. Yeah, but I have to go back to the Atlanta Super Bowl. All they have to do is take three knees, and then they kick a field goal, then they win the game. He has Matt Ryan going back to pass. The biggest play of the game, he got sacked. Like there was... Don't go there. Yeah, don't go back there because that's just too painful. I mean, as I threw up in my mouth just thinking about that, and I wasn't even a part of it. <laughs> I mean, that is just that's what you don't want to go back. Let's let's stay, don't 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 don't. You're starting to leak oil now. Let's stay. Let's stay with yesterday, bro. Let's not go too far. Uh, you know, because that's too painful. That one is the most painful thing I think I can remember in sports. So I don't want to go there. Well, the Lions losing to San Francisco, being up twenty four seven. Well, I mean, <laughs> you've uh, you knew the 49ers would come back, but when when Coach Dan decided that he was going to be himself and not go up twenty seven to seven, is the most egregious, painful, uh, inexplicable insanity that I've ever seen in my life. And he'll say, "Well, that's not what I do." It's like, look, bro, this is championship football, contextual football, artful coaching. Come on, and so they. They, they can only blame themselves, Alliance. We're talking to Hall of Famer Steve Young. I brought this up a couple of times, and it really hit home last night. Situational football. I don't know if there's anybody better than Mahomes. Of, I don't run, but I will run. Or I'll take that pass. This wasn't a great offense. I mean, if you're going to get no, the Chiefs. This is the down here. If you're going to get the Chiefs, this is the time. Yeah. No question about that. But that goes back to my original point, Dan. If you can be a sophisticated passer of the football and you can run and you can develop that maturity to know when and how, you cannot be stopped in today's game. It's impossible. You can put the best defense in the league and do all this stuff. It doesn't matter. That guy or those guys will run the league into the future and no one's going to stop them. That's championship football. So he he is that guy because he was Superman early in his career. And you can feel he put the cape on. He loved to put the cape on, run around, and do all this kind of stuff. And Andy told him after they lost to the, the Bucks, look, we won't win championships if you try to be Superman too much. Go back and be Clark Kent. Go back and do the commodity work that quarterbacks need to do to call the play, get the ball out, drop it off for three yards, drop it off for four, do the stuff that really kind of gets – offenses need that continuity. And then yet, anytime you really need it, go ahead and put the cape on. And go figure it out. And that's why they will get more dangerous because they'll retool better than they were this year for sure. And then the other teams that I mentioned with those guys that can do that, they need to get better. And if they do, they'll they'll just trade Super Bowls for the next 10 years. We saw Kelsey and uh, you know his coach have a little moment there. I mean, this is the Super Bowl. And Kelsey's like, oh, you guys saw that? Like, there's cameras on everybody and everything. How often does that happen that players... I mean, I don't know. Could you imagine Belichick, you know, that Brady did that to Belichick? Bad look. And and Travis knows it. He's lucky that they won because he would have heard about it for the rest of his career. Uh, but I think that's the magic of Andy Reid. 
Andy has a knack at being able to deflect something like that and just move forward. I bet he went in the halftime and made a joke about it and said something like, "You know, Travis, you okay? You looked a little bit apoplectic out there. You, you know, you, you know, you need uh, some heart medicine, or you know." So I'm sure he kind of played it off that way because that's his magic, and that's how he keeps people moving forward. He doesn't have that confrontation that words that are said that can't be taken back, and so he allows for that space, and it shows perfectly in the Chiefs' kind of pantheon of all the things that they get done with all the personalities they have, and then Taylor Swift and everything else that happened. Andy Reid is that guy to take that all in and find a profitable way forward, so huge credit for Andy to have that happen and then have it not be the thing that defined the whole game, because most coaches and most players, they end up in a conflict, and they can't get out of it. And I was thinking about this last night that, you know, we have Mahomes' goat in waiting. We don't look at Andy Reid's place in history. That, yes, Bill Belichick is here. Where's Andy Reid? <laughs> right there. I mean, wins, championships now. Uh, and just, I think the context for what I just told you, um, look at his coaching tree. Look at the whole league is dominated by people that have come from Andy Reid or around Andy Reid as he kind of seeks, I, I call it the spirit of abundance that he has in coaching. Can I help my uh, uh, you know, assistants go get great jobs? Can I train them? Can I give them everything that I have so they can come back and compete against me? It was the theory of Bill Walsh. And so it's kind of gone through Mike Holmgren and, 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 uh, and Andy Reid. And so that's, it's not only just what he's done on the field, it's what he's done for the game. And so in that way, Come on, get in line, Andy Reid. I mean, he's a Hall of Famer, no question, but is he the greatest or one of the greatest? Yeah, there's no question. Now, was he a lineman when you were at BYU? No, he was a graduate assistant. He had uh, finished his coaching career, his, uh, his playing career <laughs> with BYU, and so he coached me as a J I was on the JV, Dan, my freshman year. They had a JV back then, and I played the J I was the JV quarterback, and, and Andy was the coach because the graduate assistant had to, someone had to go coach the JV. And so we were running the Wyoming wishbone to get ready for Wyoming, and I was running the, the wishbone, and I was killing the defense. And he goes, you know what? Let's run it in our wish in our JV game next week. And I go, oh, great, Coach Reed. Thanks so much. I'm freaking trying to learn the BYU <laughs> offense. Let's go run the Wyoming offense. And uh, uh, he and I used to go at it, uh, a lot of fun stuff. You can imagine what Andy was like even at, at his young age. He was, a, he was a guy that understood quarterbacks, Dan. He was a guy that could speak the quarterback language even from an offensive lineman, which is unusual. All right, you can't take yourself, but you can take any other quarterback. No, I'm taking myself. No, I'm. You can't take yourself. You're off the board. All right. All right. You have a final drive to win the Super Bowl. In today's game. Today's game. With the guys on the field today. Let's take everybody who ha is not playing now, because then Mahomes would be your guy. Well, right. in today's game, you need someone who can go get those yards. Okay. Of of. Uh, People have played the game who are no longer playing the game. One drive. Know, but like, again, the game's changed now, Dan. There's not. It's not like you can just. You can't just be a sophisticated thrower or an incredibly sophisticated thrower of the football. You have to be in championship football. Go be able to get the sixty yards. What did he get? Sixty-six yards yesterday. Spit them out. Could he have needed eighty? Yeah, he can go get them. So who is that guy that can go do that? Okay, so who are you taking? Who is not playing the game anymore? Well, there's not that many guys that can go spit out 80 to 100 yards in a championship format. And so who would that guy be? That'd be so it'd be you. 
Well, I. So, so could <laughs> Montana? You think, you think like this is a setup? This is a setup. no, what? no, and it's not. I, I do believe that you, you were, you came too early in your career. If you played today, you, you it's, would be it's even. It's hard greater. to watch. Yes, it's hard to watch because the game's kind of coming. Okay, to me. I agree with that. Could, but, but okay, but you know, Joe Montana, Dan Marino, John Elway, like they're all. They're, Elway, they're all Elway could have done it. Yeah, could Elway go run for hundred yards? Yeah. Yeah. All right, then there's your guy. In in his early in his career before he had you know the knee issue, Marino couldn't have done it. Uh, Montana, he can he can spit out some yards, no question. He can get it done, absolutely. Aaron Rodgers like, in today's game. Aaron Rodgers, absolutely. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is if he can stay get healthy again, he can jump in the fray because he was taught in a more sophisticated era and could take advantage of it, just like. Uh, Matthew Stafford's going to ch- keep trying to do. That, that's the anomaly. It's like a shortcut to Everest. You know, you're climbing, climbing, and all of a sudden there's a shortcut. The <laughs> shortcut is those guys that can do that, or you're taught in, a, in another era, or you have an incredible array of talent in free agency that's once in a generation. That's Those are the guys that can take the shortcut. All right, Brock Purdy calls you up today. What do you tell him? Keep being, I mean, Brock told you last week after the championship game, I'm not the biggest, I'm not the strongest, I'm not the fastest. So he's going to do it in his own Brock Purdy in his superpowers processing. And he processed very well yesterday. He's going to continue to – he's going to be – whatever what he is and who he is is all is all on display. And it and it's – like you said, he's favored for the MVP – one of the favorites for the MVP next year. He's fa- – you know, it's all that kind of stuff. And so I would tell Brock, though, in today's game, make sure that you can go get those 60, 80, 100 yards and, and just maybe ch- adjust your game so you make sure that you can go get those. Niners might be the greatest team to never win a Super Bowl. It, today, this year was amazing. They have a they have a collection of talent that is once in a generation. But you know that window, Steve. It's gonna it's gonna close. Yeah, it's like it close. looks like it's gonna, wide open. They're gonna have to adjust. They're yeah. gonna have to adjust. But you know, teams adjust. Look at the. But you. But again, um, there's there's what five or six guys in the league. Everyone else is looking up. Uh, in the league to those guys that are going to win in championship football. They're just going to trade out the Super Bowl. And then, you know, for the NFC, the guys, because the, they're all in the AFC. In the NFC, you have to just get there and have to beat that guy one time, which I think you can do. But everyone in the AFC is going to trade paint until, uh, you know, for the foreseeable future. Is that like a classroom there that you're joining? It looks like you're in my a, office. A, my office. Well, I, my Long-term partner, he's on the other side of the building. We've been in there 25 years in, in the business. Yeah. The, COVID, I have all my helmets that I, I trade traffic in for my uh, my charity golf tournaments. So that's how we make our budget every year. And they're always piled in the corner. And he's such a neat freak during COVID. He's, I'll hang them all up. So they're hanging all around the whole thing. It looks like the goofiest thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it kind of looks like you're in a library at a grade school or something. Yeah, no, this is the office. This is the this is where this is where the magic happens. Is that you have a Super Bowl ring nearby? I do not, but uh, I with enough warning, I could get a couple three. Okay, maybe next time you're on, pick your. Do you have a favorite? Was it uh, when you carved up the Chargers? Or? Well, the biggest one, yeah. I mean, they they get bigger every time. You know, it's sad that we we thought they were big back in the day. We didn't realize they could do a two finger job. Like, we'll just get them, make them huge. Well, I came up with this idea, and I think uh, somebody decided to do it, and that is have a, a ring within the ring so you can wear something out that gives you, you know, your wife doesn't wear engagement rings, you know, so you can get a ring within a ring. 
Yeah, but Dan, the whole point is that you roll in. <laughs> you know, I was like, hey, do you have a do you have a table? And you kind of pass your ring across the face. And I was like, wow, what is that? <laughs> That's the whole point. But you, you want an understated Super Bowl? Yes, ring? because like, no, I want you to be able to wear it in the Premier League and relegation. Like, what are you? What are you? What <laughs> no, no. When you're me? out to dinner, you're not a flashy guy. Why not? I actually don't wear it. But I mean, I think what the whole point is that if you're going to wear it. You know, you make a good point. If I had a smaller version, I might wear it more often. Yes, I, I, like I a class you. ring. I hear you. I hear you. It is a little bit obnoxious. Yeah, it is, and that's <laughs> that's not you. That's not yeah. How about we start a business? Yeah, come on in, and we'll call it. That has a nice ring to it. And I, oh, it's got a nice ring to it. Is the name of the company? Yeah, or two. It's got a nice ring to it, or two, and then you. Open one up, and then a smaller version comes out. Or four if you're Joe Montana. Yeah, exactly. Or seven. <laughs> which which was insane until last night. I know. And now, suddenly, it doesn't seem as insane. Do you think Mahomes will get to seven? In today's game, again, Dan, probably more likely than in past generations <laughs> because of what I just described. Yeah. That's it's crazy. Super Bowl. The Super Bowl is going to be amongst three or four guys. And just let them trade out. It's not like you can get a great defense and go for the, the Everest, or you know, are you going to process your, You got to have that guy. So yeah, maybe more so than ever. Crazy. Maybe nine. <laughs> I mean, in today's era, why not? Yeah, I know. Good to talk to you. You're the best. Thank you, Steve. See, you, buddy. And Steve Young, Hall of Famer. We just, you know what? We need to get in front of Mark Cuban. Uh, what's the name of that show? Shark Tank. Shark yeah. Tank. Uh, hi, I'm Dan, and this is Steve, and we have this idea for a uh, ring company. All right, we'll take a break. Last call for phone calls after this. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening.